Hello, family and friends. I'm here for day three with Sister Jennifer Sidebottom and uh, the number one tuba player of the area, Tyler, her son, who's quite the player, enjoyed going to one of his concerts with a special group here a while back. So thank you, Tyler, for that. I love music. And thank you, Jennifer, for being with us. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for your goodness and your mercy. You're a good God. Your mercies are new every day, Father. And just help us to let the love inside of us come out that, that came into us when we got born again just to love people like with an unconditional love, Father, and encourage them and always hunger for the lost to come to Jesus. Thank you for putting that in us, and we choose to let it come out. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Well, Jennifer, we were talking offline here, you and Tyler and I, before about relationships and how I remember just feeling drawn to you back when you were in Louisville and meeting you and your husband over there and talking yes. a little bit. But these relationships are such a key part of what God had planned for us is to mm-hmm. love on people because we are the body of Christ, right? Yes. Jesus is not coming down here doing that for us, that's right? right. We, that's our job. He works with us, mm-hmm. right? And so relationships are such a key. Now, we're going to go, now I guess to this point, in your walk here, you're back in Evansville and you're giving your heart to Jesus and then maybe there's some struggles along the way, I'm guessing. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. So yes, I had moved back to Evansville, was living with my mom and dad. And at this point, I'm single and I have two little kids. So my life is about working and being mommy. And in doing that, I just got really sidetracked and was not going to church. And I was not, you know, seeking God for things, making just all my own decisions and all the mistakes that come with that. And it bounced around a little bit and, you know, just did all the struggles that were there. And So fast forward a little bit, I met Jordan, we got married, and through that, I wanted him to get to know God. So I brought him in, and we we started going to church, and that was, you know, really wonderful, and I grew so much more there. I, you know, we were coming to Oasis, and I was plugged in to a certain degree, but it still wasn't what I wanted to be, you know, and I guess in that, I just pushing forward, doing our thing. And, you know, the devil really was working on me. His playground has always been my mind, to be honest with you. He, he really attacks and wants me to think I'm less than what I'm made to be. He wants me to really step back and not have the things that I am promised. Mm -hmm. And back in 2019, somebody that was just as precious as can be passed away somebody that just it hurt me it hurt my heart it was somebody that was fully serving God somebody that had been an example to my family somebody that had been an example to my marriage and that I watched and really had a lot of esteem for and he passed away of brain cancer and it was really hard for me to wrap my brain around why somebody so good that completely lived for God and in everything he did, he was just a light everywhere he went. And he left behind a beautiful wife and, you know, wonderful kids and they're still young. And it hurt me. It hurt me through and through. And it upset me at God. And I started really pressing on God and why, why, you know, and I it worked on my mind most days and it would not even just his death, you know, also not knowing what I was doing in my life and not knowing what my call was. And 
at the same time, 2019, you know, Colton was getting ready to graduate high school. You know, this kind of stuff was coming up. And I'm like, okay, I got to find my purpose because it's not going to be my kids anymore. They're going to be moving on. And so there was sadness that came with that. And just all these ways the devil saw to just beat me down and beat me down. And with that came anxiety and depression. And I would just get away and I withdrew from so many things. I, I, you know, I mean, I almost lost a job over it because I didn't want to be there. I would wake up in the morning and I couldn't wait until night again. And then, you know, in the night, I like I was ready for the morning again. And it's like there was never satisfaction. There was always this sadness and this hardness. But then we have I go to a wonderful church with a wonderful church body. And there were quite a few people that reached out to me and just reminded me who I was in Christ. And they just loved on me from afar and they let me stay away and work on myself while they loved me and while they kept praying for me. And man, God is so good and he's so powerful and he moved on my heart and I I reluctantly come back to church because I didn't want people to think that I was, you know, wishy-washy and I was a flake and I was all these things. And I was still extremely vulnerable and very weak in standing with God at that point. And I didn't want to do much. I didn't want to be seen. And I, I didn't want to raise my hands. And I didn't want to praise out loud because I thought people are going to think I'm, you know, just untrustworthy, really. I know I now understand what a church body is. And I now understand my what it is I'm supposed to be doing that I need to be here. I, you know, I need other people to be here. They needed me to be here, you know, and I knew I had let people down and I didn't, I was not proud of myself for that. And I am very thankful. We were talking about relationships and God has put me in a place now where I'm able to say things to people and I'm able to, you know, those relationships grew. I went through so long where my anxiety kept me out of, I would not go grocery shopping. I would not, like I said, there would be days where I'd call out to work because I just couldn't face it. I couldn't face other people. And I would always think everything I did and said and whatever, ever, all about me was stupid. All about me was below everybody else. I just it seemed like everybody else was doing so much better. And I could not understand. And like I said, those wonderful people reached out to me and they reminded me and they loved me. And that was the love of God. And then whenever I did start getting back into church and I started letting it feed me and then, you know, and then pastor has this word about uh, pressing in. And I started doing that. I started pressing in and God hears me and he has been so sweet to not just show me these things that I ask for and, and start working. He starts working on them very quickly. And I'm seeing things kind of pass very, very quickly these days. And I'm so thankful for that. I don't think we have a lot of time left and I do Amen. want to see some things in my life. And he has been really good to me. And I, I can honestly say these years, I've, I've not been happier. I know the world is a mess. I know that things are a wreck out there, but I'm very careful to protect myself and protect my heart and my mind now. You know, he's given me scriptures. He's taken me to scriptures. And there was even a night where he stopped me while I was doing laundry and, and he dropped this down in my spirit to be quiet. And in the moment I was kind of like grumbling at Jordan because there was dirty clothes in our bedroom. And I was like, I'm really going to let him have it when he gets home. He should be, you know, doing this and, and that be quiet. It dropped in me. And I know what it was now, now that I'm like a year and a half away from it. He was, he was giving me a time to quiet myself before him and just listen and gain wisdom. Yeah. 
And I, I'm still in that. And there are times where I'll walk away from a situation and it's like, man, you should have been quiet. Yeah. Or there are times that it's like, good, you were quiet. Now you get this, you know. Yeah. And he's been so good to me that way. Well, you know, Jennifer, what went off in my spirit as you're going through that, you know, knowing the heart of God, number one, and that's is through spending time in his word and with him. But then forgiveness, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes the hardest thing to do is forgive ourselves because we think we're, we're supposed to be this perfect Christian, our whole walk with the Lord, and we mess up, we're disappointed. We don't want to, we didn't want to do that, right? But mm-hmm. but forgiveness, I think, is such a key part, forgiving ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And pressing forward, like Paul said. Yeah. But if you would pray for our listeners, we'll probably come back here for another day tomorrow. Just I want to close on a few things. But Jennifer, if you would maybe pray about People may be going through some things in their Christian walk. Maybe it hasn't been perfect, Mm -hmm. but God is merciful. Mm -hmm. Yes, Father, thank you for being such a merciful God. I know I need that every morning myself. And I just want, I have a heart for these people because I know they don't want to be stuck and they don't want that depression, but that's what this world has to offer. So, Lord, where we can be vessels and to share your word, put those people in front of us so that we can give them your word that brings joy and peace and strength into their lives. That's what I want my life to be for, to really be a light for you. And I want you to shine through me and my words and our prayers. And we all want that. So, Father, help us to walk in that as Christians and to bring more in, more people in, because your anointing is there and the anointing destroys the yoke. And that's what we're here to do so that you get the glory for it. And we just love you, Father. And I thank you for all you're doing in my life. You have been so good to me. I thank you for it in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Jennifer. Looking forward to tomorrow. Maybe we can kind of pull this and uh, wrap things up tomorrow. And folks, if you want to contact Jennifer, you can do so through our ministry at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.